Money and building wealth are such taboo topics, and they have been for decades and centuries. We've come a long way over the last decade or so, especially for us women. However, we as women still feel somewhat uncomfortable speaking openly about money and wealth. My mission is to bring forth a new conversation, a different conversation, all about money, business, and creating wealth for the compassionate, convicted, and connected woman. This podcast was created so that you have the space and the place to begin to unravel everything you believe to be true or not true about building legacy wealth through investments and business. Welcome to Keep the Change podcast, changing the world one spare coin at a time with Coco D. Good morning, my friend. Welcome back. Welcome back. It has been a hot minute. The month of June is obviously extremely intense for most business owners. Well, it can be anyway. uh, If you are planning for the end of financial year, typically you would want to plan for your end of financial year, you know, around March, April. uh, And if you are not Australian based, you typically want to focus on planning for your end of financial year, you know, four to three months out. And then it gives you the time to really focus on actioning the plan that you've put together. So not only is it end of financial year, but also uh, I am finalizing the transition of a seven-figure business into my existing seven-figure business cleaning business. But also I am planning for the bags, which as you know, I have shared, if you follow me on social media, the bags that my sister and I designed that have been about 12 months in the banking have gone gangbusters on Amazon. So it's an FBA business. We have sold 300 units. That was our first order because we just wanted to suss it out. 300 units in about 20 days. So we're going to run out of stock uh, Yeah, shortly. And we are planning for our next order. So it's a big investment. And all of this is happening, you know, right bang in the middle of the year when the Australian financial year is going on. So yes, it's been been a hot minute, but I wanted to chat with you about being a CEO and what it feels like, what it looks like on a day-to-day being a CEO in comparison to say being an operations manager or even the general manager or the CEO of your small business, your small to medium business, whereby you are still in the day-to-day of your business. Now, there's a key difference between stepping into your CEO self, your CEO vibes, the CEO of your business, than being a doer, a CEO that is a doer. Now, obviously, a CEO will change and transform depending on what type of business you are running. If you are running a business that is, you know, under a million dollars, it will look very differently to the CEO who is running a $5 million business or a business a business that runs between one to five million. The same will go with a CEO that is running a $20, $40 million business or a $100 million business. So there are iterations of what the CEO does depending on where your business is. It's very important to understand those differences. And that's why I know that when you have the ability to employ a part-time CEO, a consulting CEO, or depending on where you're at in your business journey, potentially a full-time CEO for your business, it will make 
a very big difference to the way that you move forward. Now, some things to consider here. Not everyone who has CEO experience is the right CEO for your business. Yes, CEO skills are transferable across very many industries. However, it's like anything. Not everyone is competent at being a mechanic. Not every real estate agent is a great real estate agent. Not every chiropractor or doctor or, you know, whatever profession are great at what they do. There are very, very great CEOs out there for different size of companies. And so it's really important that if you decide to bring someone on board your team, either full-time, part-time or in a consulting capacity, like what I offer to my clients, it is key that you interview them and that you ask them a lot of questions and that you know that they can help you to get to where you need to go. That is key because not every CEO has the skills that you need to ensure that you get from where you are right now to where you want to be. And so whether it's a consulting CEO or whether it's a full-time CEO, it's very important that you treat this like you would any other recruitment process. I say this because I've spoken about the different types of leadership before. There are great leaders out there that focus on change management. They go into a company, they focus on the change, and once the change has occurred and is in place, they then hand over the baton to someone who is, as I like to call them, like a maintenance CEO. You know, there's someone who's really good at taking over from someone who's made all the changes, re-establishing the culture, re-establishing and making sure that the processes and systems that have been put in place are followed. But that person, that maintenance, you could call it CEO, is not a change management CEO. If you put that type of person in a change management CEO role, they would probably flounder and fail. Not because they don't know what they're doing, just because that's not their strengths. And so it's kind of like having a GP. A GP cannot perform brain surgery. A GP is not an ophthalmologist. A GP is not a podiatrist. The same goes for CEOs. So understanding what season your business is in, understanding where you want to take your business. And look, it doesn't have to be growth. It could be downsizing. It could be steadying, making sure that you are ready for the economic patterns that are about to to come and that are already in motion. You know, that's what you need to identify. Now, if you're not sure what that looks like, then why not chat with a few different CEOs and, and put your scenario to them and see what they come up with. And they may all come up with the same thing, but something will resonate better for you. And the other thing is, please don't be embarrassed if you don't know where you need to go next, because you're used to being a doer. You might be a really great operational leader. And there is absolutely nothing wrong with putting your hand up and saying, you know what, I love being in operations. I love what I'm doing right now. And I know we can do more for our clients. I know that we can offer our market more than we already are. But I just don't know where to go. I don't know what to do to be able to offer more, to be able to be of greater service. And having that awareness, having that identification that you are really good at what you do right now, you might be a little bit sick of it. You might be a little bit tired of it because you, let's face it, you probably need a break. You haven't had a break for a while. That's what tends to happen when you're the business owner and the operational leader. 
you just need a bit of a break. And most of us tend to not take breaks or we take them too late and then we end up resenting everything that we've built. Whereas really, it just needs a few tweaks. You need someone who can look at the helicopter approach of what you are creating, of where you want to go next, of potentially not even doing many changes, but refining what you're doing. For example, making sure that you take more breaks, making sure that you have a succession plan in place in case something happens to you, uh, making sure that you have a 2IC so that you can take breaks. Very important. And so a consulting CEO, in my opinion, is the best way to move forward and to be able to see the forest from the trees. If you've tuned into this episode for quite a while, the last two episodes before this one was with my mentor, Maury Hill. Now, Maury is an ex-CEO of very large brands and he was my consulting CEO. I needed him to see things that I couldn't see. I needed him to give me the vision or allow me to find clarity with what I was trying to build because he had the helicopter approach. He was not attached to the things that I was attached to, that we get attached to on an operational level. And so this is the role that I've stepped into over the last two years in my businesses. Don't get me wrong. Sometimes I do go down into the operations, but most of the time I am sitting at a higher level where I can look down. It's kind of like you're on the mountaintop and you're looking down. You know, when you're up the top, you can see so much more. You can see clearly, right? And that's what I do for my businesses And that's what I do for my clients. There is a key difference between a business coach and a CEO. A business coach, typically, I say this from a generalist perspective, obviously not everyone fits into this category, but typically a business coach is someone who works on their own. They may have a small team and the small team is very specialized but you know they'll only get that team when they reach a certain amount of profit or turnover and they're a one man band okay most business coaches again i say this generally have not worked at high levels in their careers prior to being a business coach as a, again i say this generally and so what we tend to find is that a business coach i mean there are some very expensive business coaches out there, but typically, again, they tend to be slightly cheaper than a consulting CEO. And so most business owners tend to hire them over hiring a consulting CEO. But what tends to happen is most of these business coaches do not understand the day-to-day of what you're going through. Are they good at what they do? Probably, without a doubt. I'm not sure, okay? As I said, it's a very general comment. But what I do know from my own experience is that most of the coaches that I have worked with do not understand what it's like to be in the dynamic of a business. They do not understand what it really takes. And so then most of the time, they are gaslighting you as a business owner. And I say this from experience, I had a coach once who had no idea what it was like to be in my shoes. And I think that's the key difference between a business coach and a CEO. They do not understand what it's like to be in your shoes. They have never had to hustle in a way that you have had to, where you've got staff that are calling in sick. You still need to service your clients. You've got product failures in manufacturing. You've like Just the dynamic of being in business where you have 20 million balls, many business coaches do not know what that's like. 
You're here to create wealth, big wealth. In fact, legacy wealth. Perhaps you've taken the courses, read the books, done the journaling, except it isn't quite coming together nearly as quickly or as brilliantly as you had hoped. They say when your why is big enough, the how will take care of itself. Finally, the how to wealth is here all in one place. The Female Financial Literacy Library is here for you. For years, I had to kiss many frogs and lose lots of money to learn what I know today about building wealth. And that's why I've created the Female Financial Literacy Library to host everything you need to know about creating wealth, investing, and creating cash flow businesses. The Female Financial Literacy Library is open until the 30th of June, 2023 for six months. If you've been sitting on the fence, this is your time to join a community of women who are making a difference, not only for their lives, but for the generations who follow them. This community is one that I have wanted to create for so long, one that I wanted for myself for many decades. It's all here in the Female Financial Literacy Library. Join us before the 30th of June for six months of financial literacy upgrade. See you in there, my love. The difference with a consulting CEO is they've been where you have been. They understand how you're feeling, what you're thinking. They understand the next steps to take to get you out of where you are or potentially to go backwards, you know, two steps back, one foot forward, which actually is the best way to go. I remember once I had a coach when I look, you know, I was in such a state that I couldn't see it at the time, but she was so out of her depth with me that instead of saying, you know, Coco, this is not something that I can support you with. This is not something that is within my realm of expertise. I really believe that you should go and and work with someone else that can really support you. At the time, I was taking over my parents' cleaning business. That was negative 7%. Um, you know, not only did I have to put cash down, I was going through my divorce. I was buying out my ex-husband of our development company. And I also had $60 million worth of residential projects under management, which I was managing. Um, I was doing end-to-end. I had a very small team, but my workload was quite large. And this, at the same time, I was negotiating debt that I had. Um, So it was really intense. And I found myself having calls with her, coaching calls with her. And really, it was just like a brain dump. There was no strategy. I never felt better. I didn't see, I couldn't see, you know, the forest from the trees. Like I just, everything was blurry. And her only strategy that she would give me was, you need to go and have a nap for months, if not a year or two, that was her advice to me. That was her strategy. And I remember saying to her, but I can't nap because I'm so stressed and I need a strategy. You know, Once I know the strategy, then I can nap. Look, I didn't lose sleep because I, I was so tired from the days that I was having great sleeps at night. And whilst potentially the naps may have helped in those moments, they didn't help. I needed someone who would sit down with me and work a strategy out who would say to me, okay, these are your options. These are your scenarios. We either take road one. And if we take road one, this could happen. This could happen. This could happen. If these things happen, then these are your results. And this is how you're going to manage it. Scenario two, same thing. Scenario three. But no, there was never any of that. And 
She kept raising my prices, but nothing changed. Our exchanges never changed. Our strategy never got deeper. Our call, the frequency of calls never got, never increased. As she witnessed my income increasing, my income, not my profits, she decided that it would be very, very well for her that she would continue to increase her prices because it was a reflection of the work that she was doing with me, that my income increase was a reflection of her, which it wasn't. My profit margins were no better. Remember, I was taking a business over that was negative 7%. And it took some time to turn it around. We're doing really well now. We're sitting between 25 and 30%. And then I realized that I wasn't getting what I needed. And that's when I met Maury. So, you know, for me, I know how critical a consulting CEO is compared to a business coach. There are many business coaches out there that do really well. And some business coaches are really good early on, you know, around mindset, around getting you on track, accountability, you know, plans to get you maybe to 500,000 turnover. But the majority of coaches have never been in your shoes. They don't understand how to manage cash flow. They don't understand how to manage teams, how, you know, human resources, employment relations, health and safety, injury management, planning for the next financial year, planning for the next quarter, planning for an investment or a divestment, planning for a takeover that requires X amount of money for purchase and then X amount of money for cash flowing that. Many of them have not been in those situations, let alone having to manage losing money and making sure that you continue to operate in a way that doesn't affect your clients. Obviously, very, there's so many other scenarios that happen in businesses, but that's just a high level. And so I know, I know deep in my heart, I know that so many businesses out there would genuinely benefit from a consulting CEO. And currently I am working with five business owners, all at different levels, all with different issues. You know, there's one client that we are working on closing her business. And what does that look like? You know, I gave her four scenarios on the way that she could move forward and she's choosing to close her business down. And we, we've got a session around, what does that look like? It's up, upcoming this week. What does that look like when we close a business down? What do we need to take into consideration? What does the next six months look like? What does our you know, next three months look like? What do I need to look out for? Other clients, we are building their income. We are increasing their profit margins. There are so many things that a CEO can do and help from a strategy perspective that a business coach cannot. And so if you're listening to this, if you have a business and you're wondering what it's like to work with a CEO, I invite you to reach out to me and let's chat about potentially working together and you interview me, yeah? You interview me and you tell me what you need and I will tell you whether or not I can help you because that's the difference with me is I will always be really upfront with you around whether or not I can support you. I have many people who have reached out to me with rent to ceo 40% of the time I say, hey, it's not time yet. Get to this income level and then I can help you. If we, in, if we work together right now or if you engage me, I don't believe I can add value until this point in time. Because I know what it's like to be a business owner. I know what it's like to be preyed on by people who just want to increase their income to then pin you up as a client, have you as a pin-up client 
and then say that they're you know doing 50k months or 100k months. That's not what it's about. That actually, it's that's not my driver. My driver is to see you succeed. My driver is to see you understand and gain clarity for where you're going. Because when we're stuck in operations, we want to serve our, pe- our people, our employees, our clients so well. The you know one day we look up and we're like, where am I going? I'm a ship lost at sea and I've lost my way. That's what a CEO does. It helps you get back into the harbour, recalibrate and move forward. I'm not here to say that business coaches are not needed. They have their place. I feel like too many of us rely on them in a way that is not healthy and too many of them are taking too much of our precious cash that we work so hard for and not really giving us the clarity or the strategy to move forward. And the right CEO for your business will do just that. You do not have to employ someone full-time. We know that CEOs cost anywhere between, you know, starting salary of minimum 150000 right up to, you know, however much, depending on how much you're turning over. And so most businesses cannot afford that. That's why a consulting CEO is absolutely fabulous. And I know when I employed a consulting CEO, it was the breath of fresh air that I needed. I am going to be speaking about being a CEO, hiring CEOs, what a CEO means to, to you as a business owner. What does it mean to be a CEO of your life? You know, for some of you, you may not have a business, but what does it mean to be the CEO of your own life? Because that's important too, just as much as having a CEO in your business. I am so excited to be sharing this new season. You know, I embrace being a CEO in an everyday capacity. However, I want to introduce the CEO season to you and what that looks like, what that feels like, how that can change you from making great income and potentially no profit to potentially reducing your income and making a high profit, potentially um, increasing your turnover through acquisition, maybe downsizing your business. There are so many options and working with people to do that is one of my greatest passions I absolutely love it and I'm inviting you to reach out to me. I have two clients that I can take on for the rest of the year for a period of six months and I cannot wait to work with you and to dive deep into how we can make your business more profitable, your lifestyle more sustainable and have you enjoy your business again because I know there were many years there where I felt like I was in a grind and I thought, I might as well go back and get a job. This is absolutely ridiculous. It takes someone with a higher view of the world to allow you to see clearly again and for it to allow you to fall in love with your business again. Thank you so very much for listening to this episode and for coming along for the ride that is wealth building. It's a wild one. Now, for all the information we spoke about, please refer to the show notes. Remember to leave a review if you feel called to. And if you want to soak up more and lick my brain about business and legacy wealth, subscribe to my YouTube channel. Come and join me on Instagram and Facebook. You can find me under Coco D D double E. See you soon.